so it feels a bit alien. But they are the best ways of tried and tested ways of actually boosting your self-esteem. It's hardwiring the brain. Welcome to Gentleman Lars. This episode was recorded just before my temporary employment was ended in August 2023 and I got unemployed for a couple of weeks. In this episode, I talked about my situation with the psychotherapist Abigail Welshman. In the next episode, you will hear where I have found a new job and what I have learned from being unemployed. Well, hello, Abby. Hello, Lars. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How have things been for you since we last spoke? I have continued to send out applications, but what I have been doing more of is send applications without there being uh, an ad, and that's working better, actually. Ah, in what way? Working better? More responses? Yeah, very much so. Okay, that sounds like you found a way forward. How have you been during the process? When you get some response and this person responded and keep my mail if it's all right, that kind of stuff is positive. Things like that have an uncanny way of cropping up at life when we need it later on. So it might not be for now, but who knows, in a couple of years down the road, you might just get an email out of the blue. No, that's that's great. Have you also been managing your time to include time off or do you find yourself thinking about it a lot and thoughts becoming intrusive? Well, I do take time off, but yeah, that's different from one week to another, I would say. Because if I get this kind of good response or one or two of those in a week, well, then I feel less stress. Of course, totally understandable. Have you also experienced rejections along the way? And if so, how has that been for you? Well, at the moment, when I get a rejection like that or... I'm trying to hunt a person, then I'm starting to feel like, oh no, this is not working. Okay. And how have you felt with that? How has that landed with you? And I'm wondering what your self-talk is at times when it's not that easy. So when you receive perhaps a rejection or no response at all, what thoughts crop up in your head I can get stressed because I would need the job. The last day of this employment is August 25th. So, I mean, I would really like to have the job by then. And then if I get, you know, several no thanks you, then of course I feel like, oh no, this is not going to work out. Also, more or less feels like a waste of time. It seems to be extraordinary tough to get another employment. That has surprised me, actually, that the competition is very tough. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've encountered this recently with someone that anxiety and stress is a great tool for motivation. 
It depends to what level it's reached. Somebody described it recently as stress level or anxiety levels one to 10 on the scale is the motivating time. So they become very, very motivated with this stress or anxiety and actually use it as a force to go forward. But then when the scale goes over 10, it actually becomes paralyzing almost. The anxiety or the stress levels will lead to procrastination, negative thought patterns, feeling of incompetence, low self-esteem. So for you and what you've just described, it sounds like you're in that bracket of one to 10. Yeah, I would say that when I get the rejections, I don't feel happy, but then I feel some kind of stress that, okay, I just have to do something else. But when I see one thing is not working, it's not that I don't do anything. I have to find some other way. But it has also made me both talking with you. And when I get this no thank you by sending applications when there is an ad out, then finally I decided, no, I mean, that's also more or less a waste of time because there are so many applications for those ads. So then I have decided to put more time into networking and then just sending applications when there is no job offer out. Okay, that sounds really creative. You're finding different pathways when you feel something's not working or you've reached a cul-de-sac, that you actually find a way out of that and are not just staying stuck. This is how it sounds to me. Is that right? Yeah, trying to do that step by step. So can I understand that is kind of anxiousness of the future when you say, oh, it's not working, is it going on? Or does it make you think, hang on a minute, stop, I need to think of a new strategy? Or is there kind of negative thoughts or a thought process that you perhaps have a perhaps more negative view on the world or negative view on yourself? How is that overall picture? Well, I have been spending time reaching out to people I know, but I haven't been in touch with for a while. And just ask for if they know someone or have any advice, someplace I could contact or so. And that's also both fun and um, useful, I would say. It's a really valuable insights to have. Often when we go for interviews, we often think that it's the interview is just for the employer to take a look at us and see whether we can get the job. But actually, it's an opportunity for the interviewee to have a look and see, would I actually like to work here? Does it meet with my own values that I have or my morals? And it's a good opportunity to have a look as well to see whether it suits us and gives us a better feeling of what we're actually looking for. Yeah, it comes down to our expectations as well of how others treat us, our expectations of what comes back from others to the fact that we didn't get what we wanted. Really acknowledge what we would have liked to have been treated 
and then let it go. So thinking, oh, well, at least I found out a very quick and painless way of this isn't the company I want to work for and changing it into something like that. A place when they respond and respond in a nice way, quickly, even if they don't have a position open, that communicates something about the place. I also have found out certain places that I feel like, no, I I wouldn't like to work at this place. I really feel like I need to find a place where I think it's a good company for real. And I would say most of the interviews I'm treated well, but I can also see that some places it's like, yeah, this is not working out nice. That would not be a nice person to deal with. Yeah, it's still communication. Even actually the not responding is still communication. Not responding is sometimes the loudest form of communication we can have. And it's to take something from it that helps us move forward. What would you say, Lars, has been over the last few months has been the golden nuggets that you've taken away from this job search? What 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 is the golden nuggets in any way, shape or form? What have they been? Certain things has been more difficult, but I would say that I have found more roles to, to different things to apply for than I thought about in the beginning. Probably harder. It's uh, kind of easy to be very optimistic when you start looking for a job and then when it takes some time, it feels harder. Okay. Um, one thing to do to keep motivation levels up It's always good to have a project box or a project folder and name the project. And in there, also put positive feedback, print it out and put it in the box, put it on a post-it and kind of briefly just what was said or something, the positivity and put that in there. This box or this file is really important. It should be somewhere out in the open where it's easy for you to get your hands on and just dip your hand in and then take out something when you're feeling a very low dip in motivation. Something that simple can actually be really good for just making that connection in the brain. It's wiring the brain to feel more motivated That's great. So I will try that. I will start today. And do you have some advice? Because I can find that some people have really super self-esteem. And uh, I would say I'm not like that. But what would be ways of working with improving the self-esteem? Okay, so improving self-esteem. A lot of people can find this extremely difficult. It seems like you almost have to have good self-esteem to be able to do them because they feel uncomfortable. I mean, one of the big ones is to say it into the mirror. And a lot of people struggle with that because it just doesn't fit with how they're feeling. So it feels a bit alien. But they are the best ways of tried and tested ways of actually boosting your self-esteem. Or things that you know you are, like I'm kind and compassionate. But then it's to put like post-it notes in the bathroom or somewhere where you are regular, where you can see it. And 
really do that. I mean, one of the big ones is to say it into the mirror. And a lot of people struggle with that because it just doesn't fit with how they're feeling. And for a grown-up person like me, how much would you say it would be possible to increase my self-esteem? And I understand I can't do everything in one month. but I would start off seriously taking five post-it notes. Like, leave them there for at least a month. Don't take them down. Well, some people feel silly having things like that around. Stick with it. You can also add and reevaluate how you feel after a month. See if there's any change. Then I have a question for you. Do you think I will have a new employment August 26th? Now, this is, I'm going to kind of fire back at you. Why do you think I would know? And what does it mean to you of whether I think you do or not? That's a very good way of responding. Hmm, I haven't really thought. No, that that was actually just a silly question because... (laughs) 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 But there's kind of sometimes it goes into the magical thinking. Yeah, that you have some magical power to look into the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. And that makes sense. If I can just put it in this way. From getting to know you, I believe in whatever happens at the end of August, you would have done all you can to your best ability and you will be okay working through whatever you need to work through when that day arises. The producer of this episode is Lars Carlin. Editing and mixing was done by Anjuli Kopta. Gentleman Lars is produced by the production company Tonträff. Träff.